Welcome everyone to the JA Show with your host, Laura Iribero. Now today we have a very special guest. Now before I introduce you to all of, in terms of the insights that he's going to share with us and also his background, I'm really, really excited to share that this episode is proudly sponsored by Peptro Consulting. Now, Peptro Consulting, the company helps businesses, organizations, and governments around the world to enhance their processes and maximize productivity. The CEO, Marcel Arsenault, has turned his passion for new technology and ideas into a streamlined process for connecting people who share the same values all around the globe. So with this great introduction, we have the CEO of Pevtro Consulting. Welcome, Marcel, to the show. Thank you very much for that wonderful introduction, Laura. You are truly amazing, and it's so nice to be with you here today, all the way from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. You know, this place is is a wonderful spot to be because, one, it's where I'm from, and I love it here. It's uh, a city of 440,000 people. We have five universities. We're very multicultural, people from all over the world that normally come here but yes since COVID-19 it's all shut down all the borders are closed and everything's stopped everything's closed as you know so yeah big changes here but all all the same I do love Halifax I'm born and raised here and like I said it's a great city if you ever have the chance to come and visit I hope you do Uh, and absolutely absolutely Canada is on my list to do (laughs) excellent and I have to say what a beautiful photo in the background so yes, that's, Kaylee, that's, uh, that's right. our Kaylee. That's <laughs> our granddaughter. Yes, we have uh, actually my wife and I. We have four children, and they're all adults. They're all grown up, and but we do have three grandchildren, and we have three on the way. So oh, Kaylee wow. is going to be getting um, well. It was a double surprise because her mom is pregnant with twins oh and wow she's, yeah she has, she's like you, 13 you must be weeks. so excited as well as oh yeah yeah so that's a, the addition of two to their family so they'll have mm-hmm. they'll have five and so there'll be a family of seven and that's our third child lorenz and he is mr Ruder plumbing saskatoon all the way out there so yeah they're kind of far away from us we don't see them all that much but we're very mm-hmm. proud of the family and kaylee now she She's actually eight years old, so she's all grown up now. And uh, oh, wow. but it's such a yeah. beautiful photo, and we can see yeah. you're an amazing family man as well. So we're going to go deeper into your experience because I think it's very important for our listeners to know, in terms of your background, you know, how also the leadership experience that you have. So Marcel, he's he's had over twenty years' experience in IT information management, working with government and the private sector. He is also the CEO of We Do Digital Consulting, so relevant today, providing solutions to companies using emerging technologies like AI, RPA, and blockchain as well. And so important. Uh, I think we're in the changing world where things are constantly, we see they're moving, the demand, you know, how we even drive. And so he's the regional president of MJ Group, massive company in China that makes electric vehicles, you know, in terms of trucks, cars, SUVs, so many other in terms of vehicles of that. And he brings, and he brings with us also the expertise and we see today the business experience that he brings. He's going to share so many great insights to us. But you might find it also fascinating. 
He's got 18 years experience as a public school and community college educator. So he can show us as well how you can switch careers, you can transition, you can make that decision because we are always evolving. And something also quite interesting that uh, I, I really love to hear is languages. He's got a passion for languages. So he's bilingual in French and English. And you need to make sure you pronounce his name correctly as well. It's a French name. <laughs> We're going to ask him, Marcel, how do you really say it? And he loves to travel and meet people too people as well, connect with people all across the globe in terms of lines and business. And I can see you are a true giver. I saw you truly, I can see you've got a giving heart. You love to help other people in the business arena, but also within life. And today, I think he's going to share with us so much in terms of the great focus into the COVID-19 supplies. And so he's got a great focus on matching buyers and sellers worldwide for masks and other COVID supplies. And when you think about this, this is orders mostly in the millions and the billions. So a great topic that we will be speaking about today because it feels like it's, a, even though the industry has been there with a lot of the products, but it's, it feels like it's continually changing with the actual demand. So, Marcel, we're going to go deep into this discussion. How do you find the market? How has it changed so much with the thoughts that you have, you know, the platform that you have as well with the consulting, the opportunities that you've seen today with the COVID-19 supplies? Yes, very good question, Laura. I must say that, you know, with the situation that came upon us so suddenly back in January when all of a sudden we heard about this strange virus that was coming to us uh, out of China and then spreading very rapidly. All of a sudden it became a, a pandemic affecting everybody, every country all over the globe. And so what that meant is one, people were concerned and are, are still concerned about protecting themselves and protecting others too. If you're in a community, you're in a family, of course you want your loved ones protected no matter where they're at. So yes, there has been a tremendous um, outpouring of help all over the world from governments, people working in the area, people working in healthcare, uh, to try and make sure people, uh, one, are protected, but two, to stop the spread of this virus. So, yes, here in Canada, where I live, and in, in, in Nova Scotia and Halifax, it's the same all over the world. It's the basics one, you know, washing your hands, don't touch your face, stay isolated stay at home. You know, here in Nova Scotia, our premier was getting a little emotional about telling people uh, to stay at home. And he come out and said, stay the blazes home. And mm -hmm. when he said that, someone said, oh, my heavens, whoever says stay the blazes home. So anyway, so all of a sudden there's coffee cups, stay the blazes home, t-shirts, stay the blazes home, uh, even songs written, stay the blazes home. It's just an expression that, um, you know, Cape Breton, uh, kind of a, a word that we use, I suppose, instead of swearing. So anyways, um, this is just an example of, yeah, people are getting upset about it. People are concerned about it. People are worried about it. People are dying from it. I have people that I know personally who have died from it, unfortunately, and I know people who have had it and who have ha who have it now. So, of course, it's it's a huge thing that's turned our lives upside down and also affected businesses. Of course, businesses are closed. Uh, uh, the ones are just hanging in there. Uh, the ones are adapting. And so, yeah, for myself as an entrepreneur, 
I have, you know, decided that I was going to adapt. So yes, with my company, Petro Consulting, uh, I was focused on bringing people together, buyer and seller oftentimes, and just making introductions all over the world. So yes, I do use LinkedIn a lot. I love connecting with people, making new friends, and often business relationships to help people grow and prosper and maybe even getting a job, maybe it's a career. So I've helped people find jobs, find employment worldwide. So when the COVID uh, virus came around, I, it was a good opportunity for myself to use that network. I have 19,000 connections on LinkedIn and I added those one at a time. Would you like to connect? Would you like to connect? And probably carefully as well with the people that you wanted to connect with. Yeah, yeah. And so um, anyways, over the years, because I started this back in 2012, using LinkedIn as a platform to connect and, and do business with. And so uh, I value that asset. I believe it's a, it's a strong asset. And I know you have a lot of connections yourself. You are sharing with me how many you have and you're saying like, oh, yeah, 58,000. So you got me beat way, <laughs> you're a celebrity, a true celebrity. People oh, you. love you and listen to you and respect you and all those things. That's, that is great. That is such a, a value to the world. Like, you know, back in the day, it was your, your world was, you know, people you knew, your family, your community, your church, your school. That was your bubble of people that you knew. Well, yeah, you could write a letter and you could make a phone call and things like that. But now with the technology, we can be connected all over the world through phone calls, a video and chat and all these ways of interacting. But yeah, back in the day, you want to make a phone call, it's going to charge, you know, cost long distance phone call messages. You couldn't see them. Of course, there was no video stuff. So yeah, things have changed a lot. Yeah, They've changed dramatically. And you said a lot of key words there when you spoke about the relationships. You know, it's important to think about with whatever, you know, is happening in our world to also treasure those relationships, to make those relationships. And with opportunities like this today, it's even more important that we do reach out to people, that we do connect, mm. see how we can help them, see what value you can bring. So you've been, you know, and I'm so humbled you said all those things as well, but completely spot on with within an instant, you can share something that's uplifting and you can inspire others. And you can reach thousands of people just within a few hours. And that's a true impact. So you find out how you can use technology for the greater good, how you can also inspire others. And so now talking about the COVID-19 mask, how long do you think that we have to wear the mask for? Yeah, that's a good question. Now, I've heard that this uh, virus could go for a year to a year and a half before we get like a, you know, everybody's looking to try and, and come up with a vaccine here in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Even we're, we're, we're working on a vaccine. There's other places in Canada as well. Uh, Calgary, I believe, that have been working on some type of vaccine. So, of course, everybody in the world, the scientists are trying to find ways that we can vaccinate people to to stop this virus because otherwise you know how is it that we're going to, to stop it sooner or later hopefully someone's going to come up with a vaccine everybody gets vaccinated and you know then we can go back to our regular uh lives but they're saying you know by the time we get this vaccine out it gets tested gets approved gets delivered we're talking at least i hear some professionals saying a year a year and a half so 
if that's the case, then yeah, those wearing wearing masks, if you're out in the public and you're around people and someone could sneeze and that sneeze is going, those germs could be traveling at a, at a speed of 200 miles an hour uh, across a room and you happen to be in a room and you're not wearing a mask, you could become infected just like that. And, and from what I'm reading, even just breathing and coughing, uh, well, sneezing, even you know worse but uh so yeah wearing a mask it's it's something that we're seeing more and more people like remember when it when it first came out you hardly said seen anybody wearing the mask but then all of a sudden you're seeing more and more people doing it because yeah they want to be protected and they know the danger is real and they know the consequences it's is real as well it's not like oh if you're a certain age you're going to be good no this is killing young and old people uh, alike and yes the old people are more vulnerable in nursing homes we're seeing deaths across the country and across the world people who are uh, vulnerable in nursing homes they don't have a choice to get out so that's a major problem that we're trying to deal with but yeah the mask yeah i think it, it's not going to go away anytime when we think about also leadership do when we think about leadership with the current changes what elements of leadership do you see is even more important today? Yeah, leadership. I mean, I think I, I hear the word uh, leaders are good listeners. And mm -hmm. so, you know, the, in the in the past, you'd think, oh, this guy's a, a leader. He's going to go around telling people what to do. You do this, you do that. You know, that's your role. And you're kind of like the big boss and you're mean and, you, you know, no, that's that's not a leader these days. A leader is someone who leads by example. They show mm -hmm. uh, it takes hard work you have to be organized and you have to be giving giving of yourself of self-giving so treating people with respect and being open and honest and transparent and treating people that like equally so i see companies that are saying you know what instead of just me being on the top and just picking in all the money and i'm going to give you guys the, the minimum amount just to keep you going that that whole concept is almost going so now companies are saying no we're not treating you as like just some person that's uh you know doing this work at the minimum and, and we're going to give you a minimum wage and stuff no we're going to make you a partner you're going to own some of this company so you're going to have some type of um relationship so that when you work hard you're going to get rewarded and so sometimes that works with commissions that they're 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 making commissions and they're not sort of tapped at I don't know, minimum wage of $14 an hour or $13 an hour, but they're actually knowing they work hard, they get rewarded, and uh, they, they are feeling that there's some type of uh, ownership in, in what they do. So that kind of creates some respect. So that's one of the things. And um, with, uh, you know, with this business of selling masks, I see that, you know, people are are brokers they're working together as teams they're they're getting paid a commission and you know they're being treated uh, with some value because they're offering a, a valuable service mm -hmm. to people who are trying to get uh, the equipment that they need the protection equipment whether it's a mask or gown or ventilator sometimes it's hard to find who do you go to that you can trust that actually have the stock and that they can deliver and the process is seamless and and uh, because, yeah, there are some scammers out there. I've heard of people getting scammed on both sides, whether it's the buyer side, 
the seller side. So yeah, it does involve trust and a process that is can be verified. And uh, yeah, so you hear all kinds of stories. True communication. It is also about listening as well, listening to the people that you work with. And then a key word that I really enjoyed hearing you said giving. The leaders, you know, the giving nature. And you see that with the way how they give with the, with the advice that they provide, the way that they lead, the words that they use, the way that they encourage and empower others today is even so much more important. And then you, you spoke about the word partnership which I think is absolutely key. It's so true. When you are doing something valuable, you want to feel like you were part of the whole big vision and not you know, being led by force or not being managed, but rather feeling like, yes, you were part of the team. You were just as important as I am. And so you know, talk, talk to our listeners also about building those relationships, especially in the online world. And then that importance of partnerships, how you're able to create them and then have those long-lasting relationships with your partners. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to mention my family here because um, I come from a large family. My mom and my One dad. One of 11. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They had 11 children. So I have eight sisters and two brothers. And so it's a big family. And you know what? My mom was an entrepreneur and the, the way she was an entrepreneur is, well, my dad was the one that went out and, and worked and he brought home the paycheck. But my mom, she was the one that looked after us. And not only did she you know, feed us and, and make sure we have some clean clothes to wear and get us off the school and all that stuff, but she actually went out and had our part-time job as well once we got a little older and things like that. And on top of that, not only did we have, uh, did she, was she looking after 11 children, that um, there was a lady across the street from us, and her name was Madame Galant. And uh, she had a rooming house. And, and what happened was, um, at one point, you know, these people would come from Saint-Pierre-Miquelon, which is a very small islands off the coast of Newfoundland that belonged to France. And so these people would come up uh, to go to the hospital in Halifax because uh, they didn't have a, a good big hospital there. And um, so sometimes she would be full and she would say, hey, you know what, uh, just check with Madame Arsenault across the street. She speaks French, her husband speaks French. She might have an extra room for you. So sure enough, my mom would sometimes take in uh, people from Saint-Pierre-Miquelon who would be going to the hospital and she would drive them there. She would interpret for them. And she would, you know, this went on for years. There were people, and then she, she became known to, you know, someone who provided hospitality, a service, something that was valued. She was an interpreter. And it was a way of providing for her family, making a few extra bucks, I'm sure. And uh, that became relationships. So when I was 12 years old, one of those families, whose name is uh, Roger and Marie-Hélène, they invited me to go there and spend the summer. So I, I, you know, I was 12 years old, hardly spoke any French because in Halifax, we didn't have any French immersion schools. We didn't have any, uh, you know, even uh, Francophone schools with nothing. So I wasn't, I didn't know any French, but I went there and I learned French that summer. I went back three more summers in a row after that. And then I spent a fourth summer there as uh, immersion type of uh, summer with the University of Toronto uh, 
So I had that's what got me learning French, which has helped me in throughout my career as a teacher for 18 years and also in IT for 20 years because pretty much all my jobs required bilingual. So that it's really served me well, mm-hmm. and it's taught me well that my, my mom and dad showed me the value of working hard and relationships, positive, good relationships. And I think that's uh, when it comes that down to it, someone can trust mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and get to know you, and and this is what's happening with the with the mask. I'm talking to people all over the world mm-hmm. every day. I'm getting 30 invites on LinkedIn. People wanting to connect with me every day. They want to buy masks, but in the end, I, I'm talking to them on the phone. We're having video chats on the phone. I'm getting to know them. Like today, I was talking to this guy in Italy. His name's Luca. He said, Marcel, give me your address. I'm going to send you over two <laughs> bottles of wine. I, I own a vineyard here. I'm thinking, wow, this guy's amazing. And so, you know, we're chatting because I've been to Italy. I've been to 13 different countries in Europe when I was probably about uh, 20 years old. Uh, a priest friend of mine said, hey, let's go do some traveling. And we did. We, we just had the Eurail Pass. We traveled all around. So it's uh, great. To, I love traveling and I love meeting people. And uh, so anyways, I hope to do it again once this COVID-19 dies and hopefully I don't. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, it's you, you end up being grateful for all of the experiences that you've had. And I know we started off speaking about partnerships, but then you realize that where did those roots come from? And then you spoke about your parents and you spoke about the hardworking nature that they also instilled in you. And that's the important thing that we also have to recognize is the positive influences that we have on our life that we can also take into our entrepreneur journey and take into the business, take into how we treat other people. So it's incredible that you've been able to speak about that and then also just share across the globe how you can connect with people online. You said 30 invites a day and valuable relationships that you are having when you establish that relationship and then you meet someone face-to-face as well it just enhances that relationship even further that human connection exactly exactly and hopefully this will end soon i I would be so happy if it happened like next week next month that someone come up with a vaccine and they were just able to give that out to everybody and everybody was protected and could just go back to their regular lives but chances are that's not going to happen but you never know who knows right that's right miracles do happen they do happen and so you know another another great i we're going to speak about ideas now so i know you're a great idea person with the environment that we're in having new ideas new inventions you know every single day just thinking about them how do you find how do you find those ideas yeah, I think it's important to keep current with what's happening in the world and technology in particular. I mean, these days we have so many things available to us where things are changing so rapidly, you know, the use of technology and invention. So, you know, I think some of the things that we're seeing now in the future, like this whole thing about electric vehicles, I think that's wonderful that we're trying to cut down on the emissions that we're producing, you know, through the carbon and and all this burning of fossil fuels and polluting our planet. And and we're we're seeing, well, that's one of the positive things that have happened with the COVID is that there are less cars on the road, less planes in the air, less 
you know, factories going. So they, they noticed that, you know what, the, the CO2 level is actually getting better. So, you know, if we could learn from these things and, and maybe say, hey, you know, maybe it's something that we can try to help our environment and 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 get off the, these things. So, yeah, why not look at solar energy? Why not have solar panels on our roof? Why, you know, we see certain countries that are leading that mm-hmm. in, in ways that, you know, it's, it's, it's getting closer and closer to that that part and, and we've seen electric vehicles happening in lots of different areas whether it's school buses or tour buses or cars SUVs the trucks the trains the motorcycles the e-bikes like saying hey if we can do it um you know why not because they're becoming just almost the same price and in the end if you're saying well if I don't have to pay for the gasoline then you gotta look at oh my heavens look at all the money you can save mm-hmm. same with you know, yeah, you might put up something in front to put the solar panels on the roof, but in the end, in the long run, if you're not burning uh, furnace oil or whatever you do to heat your house, you know, with stoves, whatever. So these are the things that I I'm, I get excited about is, is actually helping the environment, helping people with employment and the new technology that's going to help bring these things about. Mm-hmm. It's really some great thoughts as well. Thinking about others when you're thinking about your ideas as well, how you can help others. And you know, with with you, you spoke about LinkedIn before, but how can you talk to us about your LinkedIn strategy with reaching out to people about these COVID nineteen replies and also business strategies that you offer to business, you know, other businesses and other customers. How, you know, for someone who's starting on their journey with LinkedIn, who's very new to social media, or who are currently on their journey with social media, what are the, some of the things that have helped you dramatically? Some of the things in terms of LinkedIn strategies that's worked well for you? Yeah, well, I think with LinkedIn, it, it, it was certainly a game changer and still is in, in a lot of ways. Because, you know, in the past, Take it, for example, looking for work, you know, looking for work, you would, you know, you'd have your resume go around passing out resumes and things like that. But now with LinkedIn, well, you have your own profile. You you can say who you are and what you do. You have your education. You have your experience. You have your picture. You have all kinds of ways to promote it. And so instead of passing out a piece of paper, people can see who you are, what you've done, what your skills are. And not only that, but you can actually talk to that person. So that that is one of the things that I find that's great with technology because having someone, you know, passing a resume, yes, there's a lot of value to that. But in the end, a resume is a piece of paper with black ink on it and doesn't really tell you much about a person. Once you see that person, could be through a video conference, could be live. I mean, that was the whole thing is getting to that interview. But if you can't get to the interview, if you could actually see this person. So this is one of the ways that I have helped lots of people in the past is by interviewing them on Skype, face, uh, through the through the phone. And then maybe that interview is maybe five minutes and that person has a chance to say who they are, what they do, what skills they have, what education they have, what kind of jobs they've done. And then instead of giving someone uh, a piece of paper with some black ink on it, mm-hmm. they're actually seeing this person talk and think and and express their ideas and you know that helps a lot about people and so that once i share that on my linkedin 
with say 19,000 connections, they might get a thousand, two, three, four, five thousand views, and I can tag them, and it's just helpful getting the word out a lot, a lot that way. Mm, absolutely, and that's why it's important to also think about our digital footprint today. How are we branding ourselves online, and what are we sharing? What does it say about you when people look at your profile? Because first impression, you think about the first impression. But then obviously what's most important as well is speaking with people face-to-face. And we can do that immediately through you know, video conference. You literally can set it up <laughs> the next day if you wanted to, or mm-hmm. even on the same day, and you establish those relationships. And it's that, that is a true game changer for how we do business, how we employ other people as well. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, one of the, if people do check out my LinkedIn and they take a look and say, well, who's that guy in the picture? Because it doesn't look like the fella that I'm seeing now. So since yeah, the COVID, I've grown a, a white beard. I feel like I've aged 10 years in a month or two. And, uh, but, you know, that's just one of the things a lot of people say, well, well, I'm not going to work. I'm working from home. So why bother? You know, and so anyway, it's Hopefully soon I'll just shave it all off and get a haircut at a, at a barbershop, which is not really working right now. No one's open. But, um, yeah, so um, hopefully things will change in that way. But uh, no, I think that uh, people are attracted to, one, real people. They like to see a person and talk to them. And they're also attracted to beauty. And then for yourself, I mean, you're very beautiful. You're very approachable. You're friendly. You're talented. So, of course, people going to want to listen to you they want to know you they want to connect with you and that's the same with anybody who has something to offer if they're able to offer whether it's a service uh, a product or something of value because we're all looking to talk to people who are real Mm, so so true and i'm so humbled by everything you've just said marcel and you too are a great person with or without a bit (laughs) You look good both ways. <laughs> and and it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? How just how things have changed dramatically, even with we don't have to think about you know, you talk about shaving or thinking about all those things that you thought was part of normal everyday life in terms of those habits that we had. Um, but I'm I'm so sure that things will change soon. I'm just very confident, um, you know, feeling very hopeful for everyone as well. And it's important to look after your mental health. I think in mm-hmm. why we speak about the partnerships are important, the relationships that you have are important, so key as well to think about we were made to relate to other people and have those human connections. And so, you know, as a leader, mm-hmm. I know something that you also think about is the health of your employees and mental health has been a big theme today. So with mental health, how do you make sure that your employees or the people, you know, the people within your team, that they are not only healthy physically, you know, they're taking care of themselves physically, but also mentally as well? Yeah, that's a very important question, Laura. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, some of the things that we do have to do for ourselves is one is sleep. Make sure we're getting the, you know, whether it's seven hours or eight hours, but just I know I'm, I, I was guilty of this myself when it first started out and I was selling masks. I would, I would be up 
till like three, four, five in the morning because that's like I was dealing with people all over the world and it's like, oh my heavens, we got to do this deal. We got to do it. Like, oh my, I did that for a week and then I said, no, I, I got to sleep. I got to, I, I can't do this to myself because I'm going to burn out. I'm not going to be able to help anybody. So it's the same with everybody in this industry. You, and I tell them, I say, listen, you got to get to bed at a proper hour. You got to get your sleep. You got to eat, you know, you got to have some type of recreation, whether it's getting out for a walk, if you're allowed to get out and go for a walk, eat some good healthy food and, uh, you know, have, have a little bit of um, maybe a joke or some fun or some way to, you know, enjoy life a little bit because, yeah, it can't be all the gloom and doom and, and you know what the the media as well, if, if you're just glued to that TV all the time, 24 seven, you're hearing about how many are dying and you know the tragedies and and um death that death all the time like if you're just focusing on this and and focusing on fear and anxiety and worry and stress like that can't be good either you gotta like you gotta try to be positive as well right uh, absolutely. Optimistic absolutely having that positive mindset thinking about the positive you know having positive thoughts and also surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. people yeah who are also positive who think like you as well in, mm. in that sense of being able to uplift others being able to inspire others doesn't matter with what circumstances we face what we have control over is our response is our thoughts and so being very mindful of that and 100 percent agree with you in terms of sleep do you know Marcel? i had the same experience as well where i was constantly working so much. I still do today, but then I'm also mindful of the sleep because when you get the right sleep, the recommended hours, you think better, you know, your mood is so much better. You are healthy as well. The statistics show, and you could do a test. I literally did a test. I, I did one week I was sleeping for five hours just to see my concentration levels and how I was feeling. And then one week I did six hours sleep and then the other week, seven hours. And I would document how I was feeling each day because sometimes people use, they use the word commonly today is hustle. You have to work really hard to get what you want. But the, the mm -hmm. greatest asset is also you. You have to take care of you first, you know, your sleeping habits, how you're eating, you know, your mindset, all of those things that we've spoken about. And so spot on with that, I'm glad you spoke about sleeping because we're in the online world space now. Everything seems online, connecting online. So sometimes it feels like when is a switch off button? So you have to be very conscious in, okay, now it's time to switch off and be very disciplined with that, <laughs> right? Mm. Oh, I know, I know. It's so tempting that, uh, you know, you know, your bedtime should be a certain hour and it is recommended that, you know, you keep same like if so if, you, if it's 11 o'clock that's time for your bed you get up at seven and stick to those hours but if it's like just oh i feel like staying up till three tonight in the morning and then you know that's just going to mess things up and, and the other thing if you do happen to wake up in the middle of the night don't check your phone don't turn on the light like you know, it's like because once you you know do stuff like that and it's so easy to Oh, I think I just checked my phone. Oh my heavens, I got 10 messages. Oh, I think I'll respond to them. You know, no, that's not a good idea because then you get woken up, you're awake, you know, and, and all those things. So yeah, just turning off that phone and yeah, the phones do have things like, uh, you know, just uh, say do not disturb and then say like, okay, 10 o'clock at night, my phone's going on, do not disturb. I'm not going to get any calls and it's not going to 
turn on until seven in the morning, no calls. So I'm not getting texts, you know, buzzes, vibrating phone calls because I'm sleeping. I'm, I'm not answering phones. Mm, very <laughs> true. That's so true. And you're a great giver. Now I notice you're a great giver. What are the benefits of giving? But when we think about giving, I'm talking about giving in a place of no strings attached, giving without expectations, because you've, you've been a great support as well to the LinkedIn community when people are looking for work. And so what, you know, talk about the benefits of giving that you've seen when you've given graciously. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important to share our knowledge, our gifts, our talents, because, you know, in the end, everything that we receive, we, we received it from someone else. Like for, for myself, it was my mom and dad that gave me the nourishment, the nurturing, the, you know, and it was not, wasn't only my parents, my siblings and my community, you know, going to school at St. Mary's Boys School. And then that, when I was in grade five, it, the girls came and joined us. And um, so it was the, that whole community it was going to church, singing in the choir. We had like a hundred voices in that choir, serving on the altar. I mean, these just things that we did and the scouting movement and Cubs and Scouts and Ventures, Rovers, all this stuff. The whole idea is that you're giving back to your community. If you're just the person that's taking, 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 I want this, I want this, I want this, you know, you're not going to be happy in the end. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you, when you give, you, you get rewarded and seeing that someone has benefited from something that you have given freely without strings attached and it's unconditional love because in the end, I think that's how we're created to love and to receive love. And we're people that uh, need to, to do that because if we don't, we just become selfish people and no one really likes someone who's selfish and self-centered. And yeah, we might have sometimes those tendencies in some ways, but you know, sometimes we have to say, yeah, we can do better than that because I mean, God created us to be people like him, uh, giving and loving and generous and, and all those things. So I guess uh, we do have that side of us. And yes, when the other side comes saying, oh, I want to be selfish, I want to be, you know, think about me, then we, we can say, no, no, it's, that's, that's not going to help us. It's not going to make us ha happy in the end, because in the end, we're not going to take whatever we got. It's, you know, we came to life and to earth naked in the mm. same way <laughs> we're going to leave naked and without anything. We can't take our possessions with us. We can't take our money with us. We can't take any treasures with us. So in the end, we, we have to die to self and to live for others and live, live for God as well. What a powerful way, what a powerful way uh, to, to, you know, we're closing the show now, but what a powerful way to end muscle. And I'm so grateful that you gave that message and it's something that people can think about they can reflect on as well that even in these current circumstances that we are facing today that we still can give you know we can give with yeah. our words we can give through the relationships that we have we can give through reaching out and i also love how you spoke about unconditional love because that's something so true when we think about our work we think about the people around us as well and so much just it just naturally comes back to you it just naturally when you give 
without any strings attached when you give because you want to give when you give because you know people need it and so it's been amazing how you touched on all those different aspects because it truly matters we become so much more richer inside right that enrichment that we have when we do give to others and i think it's very mindful that we have that abundance mindset even more so today that you know everything i would and when you look back in life sometimes you think well, at that time, I had everything I needed to accomplish what I needed at that time. And it's the same thing today mm -hmm. as well. You think everything that you have, you already have it within you. you know, the ideas that you have, it's all within you. The giving, that's all within you. The thoughts and the gifts and the talents, that's everything. That's part of your whole package already. And so truly, truly powerful, Marcel. So what are some of the last final words that you could share with our listeners? Well, I just want to say how much I've appreciated chatting with you, Laura, and I know you're an inspiration for many, many people online, in your community, people who know you, respect you, and love you. I see that in you and in the way of being gentle and an excellent, ex, excellent listener and communicator. I can see how, you know, this has been your way of giving to the community and to people just sharing your thoughts, sharing your knowledge, and also building people up as well. And when you're talking to people, you're building them up, you're building up relationships and trust. And I think that's a valuable, valuable lesson for all of us. So I guess in closing, I, I want to thank you and I want to thank my, my parents and my family, my loved ones, and, and those people who have helped me to become the person I am today and, and God as well, because I know I wouldn't be able to do too much without God as well in my life. And I also want to say I shared about my, my family who's growing, my daughter-in-law who has, um, she's pregnant with twins, but also our own daughter, our youngest baby, she's 24. She got married in September and she's now expecting Thing. Oh, so wow. um yeah yeah so this is her their first child and so that's uh yeah it's like three children on the way three grandchildren that's uh and she's also around uh 13 weeks as well so this is very exciting to see the cycle of life you know people are just moving through it and um you know it's it's so so much of a gift and another uh, an example of giving is a, our oldest daughter a second born she's a missionary she's a catholic missionary out in vancouver bc she's been doing this for seven years she quit her job as a respite respi respiratory therapist at the hospital she was working five years and she gave up her career to become a catholic uh, missionary on campus to help students to know the Bible and to know Jesus and, and to perhaps enter the church at some point too. So this is another, just an example that I'm very proud of, that's Maria. So, um, and Dominic, our, our oldest son, he's a civil engineer and uh, so nice to have kids who have all done well. They all went to university. They're all great kids. So I'm very blessed in that, in that, in my family. And I thank God for them and for my wife as well, who's put up with me 37 years of marriage. <laughs> well, that's amazing that you are grateful for everything, you know, grateful for your family, grateful for the, you know, the new 
people who are going to enter into your life within your family and being proud of the achievements of your children. And so that's truly incredible that you mentioned that because it not only uplifts you, I could see the glow in your face and how you just lighten up. And then also about your wife. And that is true partnership when we spoke about partnership. But really, you know, the people that support you also make a huge difference in the life. So I just want to say thank you so thank you so much, Marcel, for you know, helping support this show, also sharing with our audience as well the amazing, incredible things you are doing. You're uplifting so many people, supporting so many people in the future. So I'm very excited with the ongoing work that you're going to do. Uh, I'll say a few words in, in French. For ceux et celles qui parlent français, j'aimerais dire bonjour de l'Acadie, Nouvelle-Écosse, Halifax. Alors, bienvenue à tout le monde et merci beaucoup. I'll just say a few words in French in case there's some French listeners out there. Uh, there, there are. You'll be. Uh, I, I see that you know when the podcast trends and it's all these different countries around the world. So they'll certainly appreciate you doing that as well. And truly incredible. It just shows. You can, you know, learn a, learning a new language also enriches you and you can connect with other people as well within the countries that you're planning to visit, within the people, um, within the, the, the relationships as well that you're going to continue to make. And so thank you so much, Marcel. Thank you very much, Laura. It's been a pleasure and uh, hopefully we'll chat again sometime and keep in touch. And as yeah, I'm so looking forward to sharing this with everyone as well. So it'll be very, very exciting. So much value at this time. Okay, well, you take care and stay safe. You too, Marcel. Stay safe. <laughs> okay, and God bless.